Hey everybody, my name is Alex. I'm coming at you straight from the perch, and this is Lunchbox Radio Sunday Edition. So, I just want to um say definitely go listen to the last episode, which is all about Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, the new Jujutsu Kaisen movie. This thing's a good time. It's it's worth going to see if you can still find it in theaters. I'm not sure you still can at this point, at the point at which you'd be listening to this, which is... um. Maybe if you listen to it when it came out, 10 o'clock on um, Sunday, on Sunday the 27th of March of 2002. Um, but on that note, what I want to talk about today is an odd kind of micro niche for anime and that's anime about working um the most hilariously named one of which is just a show called working um but this also extends to things like um did a show all about being a police officer out right now i forget what it's called but i think it's done by studio madhouse that's actually pretty funny but also very informative there's um there's New Game, which I actually just recently rewatched, and what inspired me to do this. Um, there's Shirobako, that, as I mentioned before, working. Um, even, this even extends a little bit to shows like Silver Spoon, which are more shows, or even a show like um, Shirobako. What's that terrible? It's done by the same author who did um death note and it's about um becoming a mangaka but long and short of it is these shows all the thing they have thing they all have in common is they kind of exist in order to and actually um golden boy is a like a weird comedy example of this they all exist to like show you the ins and outs of a profession, but what they all exist probably more so than that for is they exist to kind of a glorify that profession, but also glorify the best scenario that you could do that work in. Um, and like that shifts. Every once in a while, like, um, Shirobako is, <laughs> has some shambolic moments to it that aren't, and some conflicts to it that aren't, um, what's it called? That certainly aren't idealist, that certainly aren't idyllic, but for the most part, that show depicts working in the anime industry as this, like, beautiful great, awesome thing. Of the shows I mentioned, the one that's probably the least idolized, mostly because it's a comedy show, um, is Golden Boy. And Golden Boy is deeply funny. You've probably seen the gif of Kentaro in the pool attempting to swim and like 
almost dying. <laughs> but it's like what that show is like nuts and bolts about is it's about what they call what the show calls a freeder. Um, and what people would know as like a general freelancer. So you, you can be a freelancer for anything. It doesn't just have to be like graphic design or like a creative thing. You can be a freelance, you know, cook, a freelance carpenter, anything. But at its core, what freelance, what a freelancer is, is they do any kind of work. They don't really have a profession. They have jobs. And there are some people who do that kind of thing and they get a lot of fulfillment out of it and you can get a lot of fulfillment out of it, don't get me wrong. But the... And that's kind of what Kentaro... The character of Kentaro is depicting. It's depicting somebody who doesn't really have one main profession, which had become a lot more common, actually. Doesn't really have one main profession. What they have is like a resume of a collection of jobs. And that's played for comedy, but the majority of these shows show people in a profession, doing that profession. And, like, there are... There certainly are quirks in these shows. There are quirky characters in these shows. Um, there's like in the case of New Game, which I just watched, you meet uh, one of the main one of the main characters. Um, she just sleeps in the office in her underwear constantly, and like the show is aware of like this is a problem. Also. A common thing in these shows is they are fairly rooted in reality, or if that, or if some, an aspect of them isn't, like they have a joke to pass to like, to like, wave it off. So in um, New Game, there are no men in New Game. There just aren't. Just no men at all. Um, or they have, or in. Um, the case of a show like Q for that no men thing, they have a weird conceit. So Q, the idea that there are like it, this is a show that's actually coming out right now. It depicts a voice actor studio with like and the like. It's very gotcha game waifu bait kind of thing. I think it even is. Um, I think it's even got a mobile game attached to it, but it. The concept there is that all these girls are part of the same voice acting agency. So you have at least a like a thin veil of veneer of like, oh, that's why there's no men in this show. It's a f- voice acting agency for female voice actors. Okay, sure. They don't have a manager or something. They don't even have the faceless manager with like the P for the face for producer. Um, but... In the case of New Game, they like they have a moment of like Alba, the main character, being like, "Why are there no men here?" Like, not that I'm complaining, but this is fucking weird. <laughs> and like, they have a problematic HR. Like, clearly, they like mark it out of like, "This is not okay." But 
the thing that really makes these shows so fun and thing that is almost like an Iyashke aspect to these shows really is the idol the like idolization of work of work and of whatever profession they're um they're presenting so even in something like Shirobako they are clearly having a conversation about like wouldn't you love to work in the anime industry this is what it's like you know all the different important things but um at the end of the day they do have a good these shows have do have a good basis to like create drama if they need it or want it and that's because you know everybody's doing their job in Shirobako there are characters like I forget the character's name but he's the one with the mohawk who's very clearly the fuck up of the office like he's just the one that like everybody's like okay fine you can you can do your best but it's not gonna get done correctly and the other thing about these about these shows is they have built into them um a way to make an episodic or a multiple episode episode arc or journey in the idea of people at work have tasks they need to accomplish and you can make those tasks to them at least as hard or as easy as you want. So, um, and I'm leading on New Game a lot here because it's a really good example of this, but also, um, I want to point something out with New Game, the, uh, the, like, other side of the coin of these kinds of, like, anime, like, on-the-job anime. Um, so, like, in New Game... Alba is a character, it's like a brand new, literally fresh out of high school character designer, and she needs to, but she didn't go to school for this, so she needs to learn certain things on the job, which is fine. I have gone on interviews for jobs where they're like, you're really good at what you do, but you're not polished enough, so if you worked here, we would just like give you a book a month and be like, read this, and I was like, that's fine. Um, but the, um, long and short of it is she needs to learn how to not just do 2D character, character design. She needs to do 3D modeling to model those characters in 3D space. And she learns how to do that over the course of the show. And it's never a prop. It's never a problem until it is a problem. And when it's a problem, it's like resolved in a professional way. Now, the last thing I want to talk about with these kinds of working anime, the like other, is what I mentioned before, the other side of the coin. And Shirobako is, is guilty of this. Um, shows like Silver Spoon are guilty of this. Um, shows like Moyashimon also, um, which if you've never seen Moyashimon, it was an anime first. It was not always a weird hybrid live action show with CG elements, which if you don't know what I'm talking about, go look up Moyashimon. Thing is wild. Um, and also, um, New Game is guilty of this. And that thing is, they're like, 
the industry they are depicting's best best foot forward. So in um in new game things like crunch and things like overwork through crunch, things like super tight deadline, things like budgets and like game bugs are all kind of played for laughs. Like there's a scene um there's a scene at one point in the show where um Alva goes to the programming team to ask a question and the entire programming team is like deeply fucking suicidal. Like they all wanna jump off a bridge. They're all like half awake or completely asleep and having a nightmare. And Umiko, the um, head of the programming t- team and one of the like, side characters, is just like, ah, I should probably wake them up at some point. And it's like, it's all played for laughs, but in reality, what that style of working does is it burns people out. It like, there are tons of people who are burned, who get burned out working in the game industry. It's part of the reason why game industry pays so well. And if you, if you are in an industry where, like, they pay pretty well, where they pay extremely well, there's a reason for that. It, it and it's not necessarily because you are super valuable. So, um, my friend, my friend Kie, and I, my friend Kie who moved back to Japan. Hi, Kie. Um, we were talking about like salaries and I went like, can't remember when you're working freelance, they're paying you hot more because they're also not giving you health insurance. And that's a consideration that people do think about. And the other, the like ugly side of these shows is that they are all almost always propaganda for the industry they're depicting. So like, and and somewhere in those shows, somewhere in those properties is a message about like, you know, you should, you should be a good, you should be a good citizen and like work at a family restaurant and get abused by the customers. (laughs) You should be a good, you should be proud of being a game designer even if your boss is, like, the capable of the most insane sexual harassment, like, you've ever seen. You should work in the anime industry, even though you, like, don't really have a life outside of work. And all of these things are somewhat tempered because they are, like, these anime are made by animators, and, like, Animators, <laughs> they have a love-hate relationship in Japan with their industry because their industry needs them but does not pay them a lot. So if you look at something like... Um, Golden Boy, the final episode of Golden Boy, that episode that's all about making an anime... Is very clearly a um, having a conversation about like, hey, the anime industry is a little fucked. Like it's fine, but it's a little fucked. Um, a better episode that a better episode 
of a show that depict that in the um I forget what episode of Paranoia Agent it is, but the Paranoia Agent episode that is about just the most shambolic, most nightmarish, most fucked anime production literally ever. Like and it's very clearly they're trying to like say something about the industry at that point in that episode. I like it that like you watch that of it sits well as you, you like you should go see a doctor. <laughs> but the these shows do function as propaganda for the game industry, for, you know, giving up your city life, moving to the country and um you know, like revitalizing a country town, a la something like Sakura Quest. The show that's about being a female cop in this um airing currently airing is so much about like aren't the cops great? <laughs> like yes there are some like little indecencies but they're they're not that bad and like you should be a cop too which is like the weirdest copaganda thing ever. I like these shows also double as being pretty informative. Like, if you watch that cop show that's once again airing this season, I never knew that, like, in especially in, at least in Japan, possibly in America, when someone dies peacefully at home, the cops show up to, like, inspect the body to make sure that, like, Grandpa wasn't strangled by, like, his, like, his daughter-in-law who was taking care of him while his, um son was on was on a business trip like that and they like have a nice touching storyline about it but it's still it's still at the end of the day like a very cop positive is what I will say storyline and just as at the end of the day all the like hardships that they kind of like make jokes out of but are actual real industry problems um, in New Game, it, that show is still AAA developer positive. Um, actually, I think they're like a AA developer. They're what would be called like a like a um, AAA indie, probably something something along the lines of say something like um, like the like Supergiant, who developed Hades at this point. But I just find these shows interesting because every time I watch them, I generally like them, but they're all, and they all have like a Yashke element to them and they're really nice and calming and fun and like not mostly non-confrontational or the, or the confrontation is like so clearly a joke that it's just kind of fun. Like Umiko and her obsession with Aerosoft um, in New Game. But I just, I found them, like, to be an odd, to be an odd thing that occurs pretty often. I mean, like, this season alone we have two, and they're both different flavors in um, the more realistic, like, less idolized, but still fairly idolized, um, that cop show, um, like, um, it's called Police in a Pod, um, and it's about two female police officers, one who um, is basically too good at her job, so she gets demoted to being a beat cop. Um, 
and the other one who's a fairly new officer. Um, but, um, the, the, that show, and then there's Q this season, which is, like, an idol show slash, like, workplace show in the form of, like, a very idolistic look at voice acting. And on that note, if you like this podcast, new episodes come out, um, I, currently I'm trying to do them um, every Thursday. There will always be a new episode every Thursday. Um, I wanted, I've been meaning to do what I did this time, which is switch up the Sunday episodes to be every other Sunday. A, to give myself a break, and B, give you guys better Sunday episodes. And Sunday episodes are more like this. They're more metatextual. They're more like an overarching thing about anime or about the industry or about fandom. And the third day editions are more focused on a single show, a single property. Um, And on that note, I have been Alex. I've been coming at you from the perch. This has been Lunchbox Radio Sunday edition. And I will talk at you on Thursday. (laughs) 